Hi there and welcome back to another episode of LTTK. My name is Ololade and as I said, we are doing career talk all through this season. For our first episode, we're talking about the job market and I think it's super important that we understand that the job market of today has changed in some sort of way. For example, technology, right? If we look at how technology has changed how we apply for jobs, specifically remote interviews. Back then, it would be that we had to go in person and the candidate will be assessed by the employer and vice versa. But right now you can do that over Skype, you can do that over Zoom, you can do that over Microsoft Teams and it's endless, right? When you also talk about technology, how technology has facilitated the easy process of, or I would say easier process of searching for a job. Now we know that there are so many job boards and you just need to search for specific keywords and then you get the job postings from the different companies. That's also something that we can see is in our favor as job hunters, right? So that's one trend that I see has evolved over time. Let's even move or dive deep down into technology. It has changed how jobs are carried out. Right now, there's a relationship between people and machines and machines are here to stay. Artificial intelligence is here to stay, whether we like it or not. I know that there was a time a lot of people were saying something like, you know, technology is going to, or artificial intelligence in quotes, is going to um, phase out human um, ability or in, in the place of work. But I do think that we cannot completely get rid of human beings, but we can help ourselves by utilizing technology, right? Technology can make our work easier. So there are like processes, for example, if we talk about human resources, the process of screening um, CVs, you can actually do that with technology rather than having, you know, physical eyes go through the CVs. You just need to put in some keywords and basically tailor it to what you're looking for. What does this mean for us or for you as a job hunter? It means that you definitely need to upskill so that you remain relevant because really at the end of the day, technology is not going away. So if you're the kind of person who says, oh, I don't like using technology or I'm a technology laid back person, honestly, in this day and age, technology is not going anywhere. That's something we need to take into account. We need to always learn new skills so that we can survive in this job market of today. Upskill, upskill, upskill. What you know is never enough, right? Secondly, there are jobs everywhere. And it's so interesting that this is true. So if there are jobs everywhere, why is it taking so long for many of us to find jobs? Why? And I found out why, actually. It's that the requirement of the jobs are changing. They're changing so drastically and also relating to the need to reskill, the the need to upskill, the need to relearn, unlearn, and keep learning because employers are becoming, I would say, more picky with the kind of opportunities that they are offering to people, to candidates, right? And let's even take, for example, entry-level jobs. This was something that shocked me, right? But I've come to understand that this is really what it is right now. Entry-level jobs are now getting to the point where they even require some sort of experience, even though it's entry-level. Like, So they expect, or I would say employers now expect that even as you are searching for a job, fresh out of university you have some skills already you have taking some internships at some point in your university degree right or working student positions 
And this is something that I would say Western countries have as an advantage because they provide these environment for this to happen. Unlike back home in some countries or some African countries, I don't want to mention it. I, I had the opportunity to do internships, which I'm really grateful for that I did, but not everyone had the opportunity to do internships when they were studying. And I do think it's something that is super important in our job market of today. Even as an entry level position, you need to have already something in your CV. It cannot be empty. Whoa, now this one is the interesting one, right? It's kind of like the war between job seekers and job employers, right? So if you look at job seeker or someone who is searching for a job, this person is looking at the process of hiring as a hiring game, right? And the other person on the other side, which is the job employer, is seeing it as an elimination game. So what does this mean? It means that the job seeker is like, ah, you have to hire me. I'm the right person for the job. And then the employer is like, I have to get the right person for the job. I'm going to be on an elimination strategy to remove, 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 remove until I get the last man standing that is the best fit for my company, that is the best fit in terms of culture, in terms of the skills and the experiences that they can bring to the table, right? So at the end of the day, the question is, as job seekers, what will make us stand out or what will make you stand out if you are searching for a job? You need to ask yourself that question. What is that thing that you have that you can sell to the extent that an employer would be like, I have to hire this person. I have to get them on my team. And that's how you should see it. Therefore, you have to keep investing in yourself so that you are the icing on the cake. Now let's also talk about this thing called sourcing. This is something that I learned and I was like, before, what was that? But now it's a thing. It's apparently a thing. What's sourcing? It's a new strategy for hiring where, you know, recruiters are constantly combing the internet, trying to find candidates who have the skill set or the, by skill set, I mean, maybe technical skills or soft skills that they are looking for, for the company or for the position. And... If you look at LinkedIn, for example, LinkedIn is a professional social networking site where you can put in your job experiences, you can publish content relating to your career. You can actually establish yourself as a thought leader, someone who has a significant amount of knowledge on a particular topic and recruiters can use that to find you. So... What does this mean or what is the implication of that for us or for you if you're searching for a job? It means that you need to definitely position yourself properly because search results are what will point to you. So, for example, if I'm sourcing, in quotes, searching for someone who would be a best fit for, I don't know, like, say, for example, editor, I'm searching for an editor. I'm looking for someone who has writing skills. I'm looking for someone who has attention to detail, who is very creative and so on. And it means that if I, as a sourcer or I, as as a recruiter, I'm searching for something like that, I definitely have to use keywords that will relate to that position. And if you, as a job seeker, you are an editor or you're a current editor looking to switch roles or to, you know, not switch roles per se, but like move further in your career you have to make sure that you are thinking of what keywords 
will be used when searching for what you want to apply for. Do you get what I'm saying? So sourcing is a new hiring strategy and as a job seeker, you need to be aware of that so that you can position yourself out there so that you can ensure that your LinkedIn profile is optimized. You're using the relevant keywords. You're making your profile clean, not only on LinkedIn, but also Google. So when someone searches your name on Google, what do they see? You know, what kind of content is about you? Search yourself on Google and find what is coming up, right? And if what is coming up is not good enough, then you need to optimize for the job that you're searching for. Finally, I want to talk about how employers are thinking when they want to hire someone. At the end of the day, right, it's really about saving money. It's really about maximizing profit and minimizing costs. So when an employer wants to hire, from what I've understood and from what I have seen and what I have read, it's really about getting someone whose work they've seen, who they can take a risk on. But what kind of risk? The lowest risk, not the highest risk. So it means that an employer would definitely focus on getting referrals when they want to employ someone because referrals is like, oh, I've seen what this person has done. So I would like to refer this person for this position, right? And then an employer would take you seriously if you refer someone because they trust that you've seen this person work, this person's work, and then you can trust that this person can deliver on the position. So what it means is really that you as someone who is searching for a job, you need to build your network and you need to invest in yourself and put yourself out there such that someone can be able to refer you for a position. And to be honest, it's in the little things. It's in staying connected to someone. When you meet someone anywhere, make sure that you're not just talking things that are superficial, but you're really getting to know them, getting to know the kind of work that they do and seek how to connect the dots so that you can position yourself for the right opportunity to close a bad hire costs a company a lot of money so at the end of the day the job market is such that employers are willing to only hire people that they trust and how would they even know that they can trust you if they've not seen what you can do I think I'm going to digress a bit, but let's even talk about maybe cover letter or resume, right? Which is the CV, the regular CV that people use to apply for jobs. If you say you have social skills and then on your cover letter, you don't explain how you use those skills or examples of what you did. Say, for example, you say you have problem solving skills. How do I know that you have problem solving skills if you don't give me an example? Right. And if I see on your cover letter and your resume that you probably put all that in and then I ask you to come for an interview or to, you know, attend an interview, whether in person or virtual. Right. And then I ask you a question to detect that you have those skills and you don't give me an example. Then for me, it's like, how 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 do I know that you can actually do the job? Right. So the job market is very interesting. It's something that you need to pay attention to. And I will just end by saying that it's important for us or for you, if you're a job seeker, to keep in mind that upskilling is super important. You can never, ever stay with a fixed mindset, think that you cannot learn any new skill or think that you cannot do a particular job. You need to invest in yourself and keep learning and keep learning and keep learning and keep learning. Because that's the only way to position yourself appropriately in the job market of today and get hired. 
with that, I've come to the end of today's episode. And until I come your way with another episode focusing on another topic relating to this, I would ask for you to keep toasting to knowledge, keep learning because what you know is never enough. Take care and bye.